On today's episode, we're going with the big five zippity. Five zero episode. 50th, Doc. We are getting old and we're loving it. 50 episodes. Let's keep it rolling. Come on in and celebrate with us. Because we're 50 episodes. Let's talk about death, baby. Let's talk about grief and mourning. Is it argumental or existential? What's it mean to me? Let's talk about death. Psychologist. Hey, Nick, let's talk about death. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. It is the 50th, 505 zippity doo. Hey, Doc. Episode. Happy 50th episode. Happy 50th episode, everybody. And I also want to say a special thanks to anybody out there who started with us from episode one. If you have literally followed us since episode one, I do want to give you a round of applause. Yeah, this golf that clap. is amazing. Golf clap that is amazing. In. We are very proud. We are very happy. And we are very honored to be able to do this for 50 episodes. Benny, what do you think? Like this is this is incredible, and and I want first let's let's introduce uh, our our producer Kelly, who's the the third uh, the third part of this tripod. That um, it is the, the silent, always behind the scenes, always helping us make sure that uh, we don't sound silly um, or stopping us and saying, "Okay, I have no idea what you just said there. <laughs> Please clarify." Um, I will say, and I, I, I'm sure Kelly will get into this too, we have come a long way since episode one on what we have to redo or how we do it. Um, so Kelly, you, you, do you want to like, you know, do a little hi, hi hey to the to the listeners? Hi. Um, yeah, it's me, Kelly. Um, I am the producer behind the scenes. Um, I feel a part of the Kapals a little bit. Um but yeah, I am, you know, happy to be a part of this very special project um, and this very special mission of getting people to talk about death. Um, you know, when I first met uh, the Kapal brothers, I was actually going through, um, you know, some grief on my personal life, in my personal life. And, um, you know, this has actually helped me, you know, with several of um, deaths that I've had to face in the last couple of years. So it was kind of a meant to be thing. Um, But yeah, we've had such an amazing time um, doing, I can't even believe it's 50 episodes, right guys? 50 episodes. How could, I mean... Could even thought of like we could have enough to talk about death for fifty episodes, and we still have so much more as we. Oh, we have so much more. We've only like scratched the surface of uh, the topics of death, and you know what's really cool is we get a lot of people emailing us and coming to us um, to want to be a part of the show, and I think that just goes to say like how much that you know, this is getting out there and um, it's resonating with people, especially in the death worker community. So it's really cool to somewhat be a part of this industry, even if I'm, you know, producing from, you know, content wise, but like as an outsider looking in, it's, uh, it's pretty fascinating what you guys do, both of you. 
You're pretty fascinating, huh? And for everybody out there that has wrote us and we have not responded or haven't had you on the show, hold on. Hold on to your seat. We will get to you. Um, We love all these emails and all the uh, thumbs up and stars and uh, beautiful comments that people have left us and, you know, how much this podcast means to them. And, you know, the one thing that Benny and I have always really just wanted to do in this podcast gave us a great way to open that door was to just get out in public and talk about this. You know, we've been doing this for years. We've been talking, I mean, our friends probably are probably bored and annoyed of us talking about death, but you know, it's, it's amazing to know that we are in, you know, talking to people in Australia and, you know, Thank you. Thank you all for giving us a chance listening to this. But more importantly, I want to thank, you know, Kelly for always being there with us, even through thick and thin. Um, Why, thank you. You're very welcome. And Benny, um, because he likes to talk. So that's that's a good point. Um, Well, that's good because you need to like to talk to have a podcast, right? Well, yeah, well, not only that, but if we're, if we're throwing around thank yous, I got to thank Doc Nick for always setting up everything <laughs> for these because he always has it set up. I just have to show up, which is, is amazing. So thank you. But I actually kind of want to talk about that a little bit. A, I want to talk about how when we first started, we didn't really think people were going to want to be on the show and we were struggling to find people. And mm-hmm. now it's like the opposite problem. We're struggling to like have enough episodes and time to do this because as you all know if you haven't listened please listen to the earlier all 49 of them but one of the big things is we're we're full-time we're full-time workers we're all um uh family people we all have kids and and spouses so finding time to do this is just yeah that's a that's a good shout out thank you to my wife uh catherine for always Mm, allowing me to mm -hmm. do this thank you wives thank you wives yes and well, my and my children great. who They're are awesome. Danielle who Roman, are sleeping Veda, above us. Uh, Ian, 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 and the kids on yeah. your end. Like, oh, yeah. Thank you. Shout for, out! Shout out! Um, which uh, also a blessing that he's a fireman. So he's he. Yeah, he he's knows, a firefighter. He knows what we'll it's like. We'll have to get him on the show. We keep saying that of uh, you know having to get a fireman. Well, if you're listening out there, days. you're next. One of these. Days. You're next, Ian. <laughs> yeah, um, Ian, you're next. <laughs> But But no, I want to thank you guys um, because I think what you guys are doing is so amazing and so needed. Um, You know, what's interesting too is we started this right before COVID, I believe. And um, that, I mean, the timing on that is really interesting because I think so many people were going through, you know, grief and all of that stuff that I think it was even better that they people have you guys who I think make the, – the cool thing about you guys and what we've heard from many, many people is you guys make a topic, a dark topic like death entertaining. Like it's funny. Like you but you're also very professional and serious about it. Um but I think the way that you guys add your humor and your funny brotherly twin 
banter really just is is something special. So shout out to you guys. All right. <laughs> well, 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 th- well, thank you. And that, let's let's talk about the twin thing, right? If we weren't twins, this would never existed, right? Oh, because yeah. we met we met we met at uh, a twin convention in Twinsburg, yeah, Ohio. Twinsburg. Shout, shout out, out Twinsburg. To all the twins out there that are listening <laughs> the twin to festival. this. Yep. Um, and uh, you were you were scoping for some 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 good talent, and you, you luckily mm-hmm. came across us. Like, luckily, oh, we're honored. Accidentally fell into the trap. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and you, can, you, can, yes. you, you can admit to this too. It's interesting because I don't think people realize like this is the normal way we speak. If you would have, if you would come across Doc or I in in real life, like we, this isn't like scripted conversation. This is exactly what you would have no. with Doc yeah. and I at seven o'clock at night. If you were came in after, you know, we cleaned up after visitation. Like these are just the conversations we normally have, which is I super know funny. I and you know it's funny. I remember um, so I when we first met um, at the Twinsburg, um, you know. We, I think we had dinner or something in Ann Arbor or whatever. And then you guys invited me to be on your internet show, um, Kapal's Corner. And I was like, oh gosh, okay. I'm like the behind the scenes type of girl. And then, um, you know, that was hilarious. And we started talking and afterwards, and Nick was, you know, like started talking about existentialism and all of these really interesting intellectual um, things about, you know, death and everything. And I was like, wait a second, why aren't you guys talking about death? And so it just kind of clicked in my, in my head of like, man, we, we got to do something with this, a a show, a podcast, whatever. Um, And really, I mean, it's, it's very interesting um, your dynamic with each other as well. And then you got Kapali to throw in the mix, uh, which he he's hilarious. And the fact that he is um, basically, Benny, is he your apprentice now? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was, it it was very, it was very, this is, this is just a family thing. And Doc and Nick and I have talked about, as you know, Kelly on episodes before we have a lot of weird family twin type type things. And Capali was always extremely close to Nick and I growing up. And so I think for him, the, the, the the biggest problem with Capali, and I don't think he would be, he would be a man for me saying this with what it came with our job when he was first thinking about it was he's a very emotional person. So our job itself is very, very demanding when it comes to emotion. So I think he was super worried that he wouldn't be able to do it. Um, he's I'm gonna not, ch- I'm going to change it to emotionally intelligent. I don't mean it as a negative thing. I think, no, he I just took think it when as, people hear the word, someone is emotional or like very emotional. They take it true. as a negative thing. Like, Oh, oh I see what you, yeah. yeah. Cry baby over here. In yeah. the corner. <laughs> Good old, you know, no, but there is people that <laughs> Johnny are, Depp are a lot more in tune with their emotions and are allowed, allow themselves to display them. And, that doesn't mean Chris is a cry. I just for the for the listeners out there, Chris is not a crybaby. Chris is someone who is legitimately going to hold your hand and cry with you. Oh, he's a he's an extreme empath, and so when it comes to our profession, that is ext- can can become extremely exhausting uh, mentally and physically. Um, but anyways, I digress. 
it took you know it took oh, dealing with Ben on a daily day to day basis. Is, is I mean, it's just I was waiting for that one. It's just a, go, a golden day, really. Um, but uh, no, no, he decided to come back after after some years of being out there as in sales, um, and he and, he, and he's helping me out because I, there's a lot I can learn from. I am not a salesman. I, I never will be. Um, it's just not what I do. I, I I like the part of my job, which is this conversation right now. This to me is more important than um, trying to um, try to try to make you buy something that you don't want. And I, I'm not saying salesmen are all like that. I'm just saying to me, like I I can't get it. My brain just cannot process it. So I'm glad to have him because he 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 knows the what what is expected of a Kapal, um, and he brings. Um, that that sales portion, not only that, but he just brings the older brother around. So it's interesting because I am technically his boss, and he, but he's still my older brother. So it's 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 a weird, it's a weird. That's dynamic. a really interesting a dynamic. Weird I'd dynamic. love to see that. Well, and I also think you know, like I know I don't know when you know I I know that in a future episode we're going to be talking about family dynamics, but it's an interesting thing because if you as an outsider, you know, I'm technically not a funeral professional. Um, I exist within the building because I'm a psychologist who deals with death. So I work alongside of them. That's the best way I would put it. But it's interesting if you were to ever come in and sit with my dad, who is Ben's boss, Benny, who is technically Chris's boss, and Chris, they never come. It never is technically Doc Nick's boss. Yeah, right. Doc Nick is above everybody. But but like the thing is, is like if you were to ever sit in a room with all of us, like it's not that you wouldn't know who's in charge, who's on top or whatever. We're all talking as if we're shooting the crap. Right. We're playing poker together. Right. Um, But it, it is an interesting dynamic because, you know, there is a chain of command. Obviously, there's reasons for it. But I think what's beautiful about the fact that Benny, Chrissy, and I, Kapali, he likes to go by Kapali, and I have a really hard time calling Ben, Benny, but we're, I digress. Um, I guess they have a hard time calling me Doc, so we'll, we'll go that. So, but like the thing is, is like we have always been so close, and there was a time where people actually would call us triplets because Chris was a lot shorter than Ben and I. So, like as we grew up, we all looked the same level. Um, now with Chris and he he's uh, starting to wear what do you call it a, a hair hair system. Now that he's wearing a hair system, he literally like you're like oh god, you brothers again, right? And like the thing is, is like he is he is the part the the perfect blend of Ben and I. That would be the best. Yes, way I would he it. he is. That's that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I mean, he he started it, and then we had the the better, you know. We learned, we learned what not to do. Um, but no, honestly, no. It's it's really it, it, this is just an incredible. But I gotta say, Doc, coming from you saying that, I disagree with what you said. I think you being around us, you are part. Of, you are as much part of the funeral home as as we are a part of um, the psychology that you're bringing in. Because realize our conversations that we're having is making me a better funeral director. And it's also making you a better psychologist that specializes in grief and loss because you're learning what actually is going on in the field. You're not just getting it. from mm-hmm. 
and I'm getting it from actually what's going on in the field and not from what I'm supposed to be, what I was taught in psych in, you know, the, the eight, 10 courses of psychology that I had, because that's the idea. Like I've learned the one, the biggest thing that I've learned from you within the last five years is flip the lens. I try to do that all the time is like flip the lens as much as possible. And I, I really think, especially when it comes to grieving families, it helps me because, um, when it comes to rational thinking, there isn't really rational thinking sometimes with grievers. So I'm putting all this and, and just like everything else, doc, I think we th- overthink how people think of us. And that's why I'm proud of this show. I'm proud that we were able to do it because I think 10 years ago, it would be a professional no, no, you can't talk about what we do in, in the funeral home. You can't talk about, um, people grieving. You can't talk about this because that's something they have to talk about on their own. But then what we're realizing now in today, nobody's talking about it. They aren't talking to their kids about it anymore, or they don't know how to talk to their kids about it. And that's that's okay. But I also I, I also want to take a pause here because I definitely 100% want to throw a bone to all the older generation funeral directors because they were put in a really tough spot in their generation it was you know we don't talk you don't talk about things that could upset people right it was a respect thing it wasn't it wasn't like oh we're hiding the truth behind all these people yeah, they're no. pirates now no <laughs> funeral directors, funeral directors are, directors are pirates. pirates um right uh, <laughs> what i'm saying is is that you know it makes sense why funeral professionals were very leery about talking about their profession because the minute that you talk about this profession you're gonna you're you're going to turn off people most people you're gonna upset people too right it's 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 upsetting to others right and 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 the thing is is what, what i have come to find out talking to actual people when once they're you know, been enlightened with death or, you know, or dealing with their own death. What I have found out is is that they want to know. They want to know how to get better. They want to know how to talk to someone who who just lost a loved one. You know, we talk about COVID, right? I can't tell you how many recent widows and widowers I have in my room that are dealing with their spouse dying of COVID. Now, what do I do? And, And a lot of them are young. And they have their whole lives ahead of them. And I just desperately, you know, I, I just want, I, I'm just so glad we have the opportunity to speak to maybe some that didn't get the opportunity of someone around them to be like, hey, listen, like, we can talk about this. Like, it's, it's okay. Well, not only that, but we have the platform, right? They didn't have the platform to do this 10 years ago, 20 years ago, right? It wasn't as convenient. Um, so now is the time. And, and, and let's be honest, Doc. If somebody wants to find out something, they're going to find out about it. So they might as well get it from actual professionals that that care that we we are caring, and I think that that I think that is important. And I'm not trying to toot our own horn, but I think the important message is like we care that this gets out there. Like that's the main thing. And I, 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 Kelly, I bet you can you can agree to that too. Is just it's we're very passionate about helping people get through this crazy journey of grief. I think when you said that some people just don't know how to talk about death, this podcast, it walks you through that. And you guys, you can definitely tell by listening that you're very professional, that you know your shit, 
and that you care. And I think it humanizes um, people like yourselves, um, you know, especially Benny, who's a funeral director, who we have had episodes where uh, we talked about, you know, Hollywood's version of the funeral director and, you know, they're, you know, dark circles under their eyes and scary. And it's like, no, that that's not it. You're a young, fun, cool, like punk rocker dude that is in this industry and you really do care. And I, after, you know, working on this with you guys, it takes a special type of person um, to be able to do what you guys do. Um, both the psychology part with grieving and both with, um, you know, all that you do with the funeral profession, embalmment, dealing with the families. I never knew any, anything of that because there isn't anything out there of people opening up and telling that. And so I think that you guys kind of, you know, are fresh. Um, you know, perspectives, actually educating. You know, at the end of the day, this podcast is not only entertaining, it's educating. So, I mean, I think that's why, you know, we've gone for 50 episodes <laughs> because there is so much to educate the public about. And, you know, so anyways, that's my perspective on that. <laughs> Well, and I think too we're we're still learning. You know, I don't think I don't think you ever really graduate from grief, right? I think it's it's a non it's it's an ongoing cycle, and it's and it's and it's finding out and it's and it's reading and it's listening to people's stories and it's and it's for me doing more funerals and and more services and celebrations of life where I'm starting to it's, things just randomly click. Um, you're at the right place at the right time. And and honestly, it's just, it's, I have learned so much that even Doc, we went ahead in conversations, but we, because we're talking about this, I'm listening and hearing it. Um, and it, it, it is, to, it, I've learned, I've learned so much just from being on this. So, and I, I honestly, I think what's important too is that Doc and I are really trying to also tip our hats to everybody who's out there in the, um, death profession, you know, whether it be a psychologist or whether it be a funeral director, or whether it be a hospice nurse or palliative doctor, doctor or death doula, everybody who is in this profession, it is demanding. Or it just is, a caregiver. Yeah. Anybody who is dealing with, and, and let's be honest, everybody deals with death. So if that's you what can, I was going to say too, is like, I remember um, when we first started this, one of the things that you get that really resonated with me when I was talking to you guys is death is one thing that everybody has to deal with everyone and you're gonna have to deal with it. And so it, it's something that needs to, like, it, it's, it's crazy to me that people don't want to talk about it anymore because like, I've, I mean, it's just something that everybody has to deal with. Um, even like even with kids. I mean, I'm glad that I I love the episode that we did with how to talk to kids about death because I actually use that with my kids when they're you know when I had a grandmother and an aunt and a grandpa 
that died, I didn't just say, oh, they're sleeping in the, you know, like it's that stuff. I probably don't know what I would have said, to be honest with you. But that stuff is very valuable. I think that's a valid point, too. And I I also want to say to anybody who listens to this and they're like, oh, I did the wrong thing or whatever. Like, it's okay. It's okay. This is why this show exists. And if you have a question that you're not sure of, send it our way. I have no, I've always been a firm believer Two two uh, heads are better than one. Like give it to, give it to two guys that are really trying to help people and see what we can come up with. And I can guarantee you, if we don't know the answer, we'll figure it out. We'll work through it. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. Yeah. And I will say before this podcast, I was that type of person that was very afraid of death. Um, I did not have a lot of people in my family that died. Um, everyone in my family seems to like uh, live until they're in their 90s, um, which I hopefully can. It's a blessing. Um, it's a blessing. But- it's a blessing that they live that old. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a blessing that you've had your family members live that long. But it also is is a curse because it has not prepared you for the inevitable. Or when you're dealing with a traumatic loss, because then you're like, whoa, what is this? For sure. I didn't have a lot of experience um, with death growing up. Yeah. Like, Kelly, like, honestly, like, do you find that your understanding of grief and loss has expanded from this podcast? For sure. For sure. I mean, because I wasn't exposed to death really as uh and like like nick said it is kind of a uh blessing and a curse because when people die in my life um i take it very hard because it, it and and not that not a lot of people the you know people don't but like i take it very very hard so um if anything i see this uh podcast as a blessing because um, I've had three people um, in the last year or two, two years um, that I'm very close with that have died and I'm not afraid to talk about it. And I'm, you know, I know how to deal with the children, my kids about it. Um, you know, I have advice for other people (laughs) about it because I've learned so much from you guys. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm, this was, uh, one of those like meant to be projects for me. That's for sure. And I keep, I keep learning each episode. I'm like, oh, wow. Hmm. (laughs) I will say it's interesting when I'm out in the community and somebody mentions it, you know, that's, that's, that's like the, the, the fourth wall. You know, like we do this and like there's part of me that's like, oh, okay, this is going out to everybody, everybody. But like when somebody actually stops me and goes, I really liked your episode about this or I, I listened to your episode on this. It kind of like it, it kind of like awestrucks me like, wait, oh, my gosh, like there's people <laughs> that are actually listening to this. Like, like I, I know it's I know it's happening, but it's it's one of those things where it's like. It is, and it's it's and this platform is so nice because even if you are uncomfortable about it, you can listen to it. And nobody needs to know that you're listening to that, right? 
And I know mm-hmm. that's sad that we have to talk about, but that's that's the real the realism of this. Like people are very uncomfortable talking about this. Um, so maybe this podcast gives them that extra oomph to get out there and and talk. So like fifty episodes, like we've we've covered a lot, and I, I every like every time we have like our 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 little. Uh, uh, group messages and we're like oh I, I don't know how we're gonna come up with any more like topics and it's like we need two topics and like within five minutes we have two topics you know what i mean like we always like, do how did, how did always that, like... always do and it's and it's with blessing. that being said with that being said should should we do a q a and uh ask about what our favorite episodes are sounds good to me are we gonna play let's play the track Q&A, Q&A. Q&A, baby. Yeah, baby. Kelly, let's, we, we, we always talk with that. So let's start with you first. Your favorite episode or maybe just fond memory of like the 50 episodes. Like what, what were you at on that? One of my favorite episodes is anticipatory grief. I never knew that existed ever. And it blew my mind. So I will have to say the anticipato- anticipatory grief was probably um, one of my favorites, although there's so many. And then um, I did like the death checklist one too, where it kind of gives you that information of stuff that you need to prepare for. Although I haven't yet, but it's still on my list to get all of that stuff, the will, all of that stuff, uh, you know, um, that's that's on my list of things to do. You're thinking about it. That's tr- that's track one. Track one. You're doing great. Exactly. Exactly. So, what about you guys, um, Benny? Wh- which one? Which one did you like the most? You know, I, I have to always go back to this one, and and. I think I've even mentioned that it is my favorite one. I always like the how to talk to children with grief. Cause I think to be honest with you, mm-hmm. if, 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 if an episode is important to me, that's the one, because if we can teach the next generation better than ourselves on how to grieve and that it's okay to cry, it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be angry. Um, that's going to start a generational thing. And if we could start actually educating our youth and then they can even educate even more, you know, that was the joke, right? Like someday people are talking about living because everybody's talking about death instead. Like that's, that would be a great world to me is like that we have a healthier conversation about death. Um, So for me, definitely how to talk to children about grieving is, is my favorite episode. Um, but gosh, you're right. There has been 50. There's been so many good ones. I like the the death playlist one a lot on music. I always think of my life is based around music. So like I always think about that whenever I'm doing a funeral is like, what? Why would they play this? Like, And I think the three songs or five songs or 10 songs that people pick, it says a lot about them. And I think it's so interesting because I don't think people really think about it. You know, but like if you are, if you, for me that, I mean, this, this is what I do day in and day out. And you actually like sit down with like the three songs they picked. It tells a lot about the person. Um, Sometimes good, sometimes bad, sometimes indifferent. Um, 
so yeah, I, I, I would say those two, but, but the definitely how to teach children to me is the most important. So therefore it's my favorite. I think, uh, doc, your, your thoughts, favorite episode. I'm going to go with the most powerful episode. I think in, in, don't quote me, quote me on this. I think it was the mass shooting one when we were talking about that. Um, that was a really hard episode to talk about, even for me as a um, death professional. Like, there's just so many topics that I think we're just scratching the surface on that we need to go dive deeper in. And I guess for all the the listeners out there, I I just want to say that some of these topics are very difficult for even Benny and I to talk about, and I I think that's the most meaningful. Um, one so far because I just remember at the end of it looking at Benny going I'm glad glad that one's over with um, because I, again there is just certain things in our field that even the most experienced professional um, we still struggle with we still have a hard time um, just because we're around it every day doesn't make us um, immune to it I guess it would be how I would put it. I think that was the most meaningful one for me. That was a tough one, man. I think that was tell- a, that was a good one. I think if anything, if you, if you want to listen to it, listeners feel free. And if it's a triggering uh, topic, you know, feel free to pass one too. But to be honest, I think that's the first one we are at loss of words for a lot of the conversations or there's long yeah, pauses. You, at that, I remember at the end, you guys were just like, it's just you drained. Know. It's so important to talk about it, though. Yeah, it's so important to talk about it. But even th- you know, like really tough conversations, um, like mass shootings or or suicidality or um, child death, like those are the probably the most important ones for us to talk about. But it takes a toll on us. Well, I think that says a lot about what we're talking about, that even you and I struggle with some conversations, Doc. And I think that's important for people to know, too, is that we definitely are not perfect. And there are still topics that even Doc and I are very uncomfortable talking about because even for us, especially as we become parents and we're starting to talk about mass shootings and knowing that our kids are going to schools, it is. It's it's very, very challenging. So no, I, I, I agree with that. And all three of those episodes that we brought up are are amazing. To, you know what? If you haven't listened to us and this is the first episode, listen to those three episodes. That'll give you a good basis of what we talk about. I think that's a good circumference of everything that we kind of indulge indulge into. Um Yeah, was, I agree. Those are those are some good ones. I definitely think the mass shooting one is our definitely probably most professional one that we've ever done. I mean, we were always professional, but I mean, obviously, but I mean, I think that one, but I think the other, the other two had a lot more, um, humor in it, which I, I I think we're, 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 that's, that's our special recipe sauce. Right. I think. And I I think another reason, well, I think another reason why the mass shooting one was so hard to talk about is um, that Texas um, yeah, elementary was school? It, it was, it was, fresh. it was right after that. It was super fresh, and you know that 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 was one of the worst. 
Well, ones, you know, it's, in, it's interesting when you talk to the older generation, they'll always tell you like, I remember where I was when JFK happened and, and stuff like that. And like, I'll never forget where I was when Columbine happened. Um, I just, you know, I know that wasn't the first school shooting, um, but that one really was profound in my lifetime. Again, you know, these are these are really triggering. Even talking about, even thinking about Columbine, like that's very emotionally uh, triggering for me because I remember being a kid and fearing going back to school. Um, you know, the, all these conversations, especially around tra- trauma, tra- traumatic death, whatever we're going to call it, um, anticipatory grief, all that stuff. Like, this is so important to just begin the conversation. We can go deeper and hopefully we will. And hopefully we'll answer all your questions. Um, but if you all, like, again, we, we say this on every episode and we, we truly mean it. If there is a thought or a question or something that you just got to get out, get off your chest, feel free to email us. You don't have to put your name in it. You can make it completely anonymous. Like take care of yourself out there. Like listen, but also realize that this is a lot. It, it's, it's very emotionally draining conversations and it's okay if you need to take a break or you're getting triggered. It's okay. Absolutely. And like, all you listeners out there, like for Kelly, Doc, Nick, and I, it's important to hear what your favorite episodes are or what maybe episodes that we miss the mark in your opinion, maybe, or maybe you'd like us to go deeper into an episode, maybe. So feel or free if to you have an episode idea that we haven't covered yet, a topic, feel free. We, we read our emails. We sure do. Or if you want to be one of the guests, the, 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 come on down. Uh, email us at let's talk about death pod at gmail.com. 50 episodes. This is still pretty profound that we're here. Um, I feel like we're going to blink and it's going to be 100, and then we're going to blink and it'll be 5,000. You know, it'll be. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So thank you so much. Uh, Maybe our kids will begin to talk about it. Honestly, the, 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 the biggest celebration is all you listeners out there. So thank you for listening. Keep tuning in. Keep helping us promote this because you're you're the best way. Uh, word of mouth. Get us out there. Thank you so much. And uh, Kelly, do you want to take this one? Sure. If you're not talking about death. You're not, you're not living. living.